Hello and welcome. This is the Bariatric Eating Real Talk podcast, and I'm Susie Shaw. If you're new to our podcast, bariatric eating is more than just talk. We support nearly a million post-ops in our Facebook-based support groups, which you can join if you like after you listen. I'll tell you where to find us at the end of the episode. We've created the most successful plan for bariatric regain on the planet. There's not a doctor's program or hospital program or anybody who has addressed the regain and the regain crisis with anywhere near our success rate. Thousands have used our Inspired Diet along with our help and support to take their lives back, even when it seemed like things were hopeless. Those who help you in our groups are post-ops. We have had regain, so we know how it feels. But we've also lost that regain, and we can help you find your way back into those smaller clothes that are in your closet. We have specific tools for you. We have goals, food lists, and meals to eat. And we even have our own products, so we go beyond just ideas and talk to actually help you in real time. Our support network is made up of people who are just like me, and collectively, we've spent the last 20 years helping post-ops lose, regain, and learn to change their habits so that the weight stays off for good, and I'm pretty sure we can help you too. So let's get started. Today, we're going to start off with a little bit of tough love, and it's Monday again, and while you may not be starting the day with this podcast, I want to say this because in our Facebook groups... And on Instagram and other channels and stuff like that, Mondays always seem to be a little bit of a day for confessions after the weekends. And I get that. I really, really do. Weekends can be hard. And we've talked about ways to focus on the weekend specifically or over holidays before. And we will again in a future episode. But right now, I want to remind you of something if you have some food guilt because of the choices that you may have made this past weekend. And um, I've got three points, and then we'll go into an explanation. But the first one is that nobody expects perfection, especially if you're getting back on track with your weight loss. Perfection isn't going to happen. It's just not a human state. The second one is that you make the choice, you make the call. And that may sound vague, but where success and weight loss are concerned, that's the truth. It's up to you. Which brings me to the third point, no one is coming to save you. If you want to do this, you are going to have to do this yourself. And yes, there is support along the way, but it's up to you at the end of the day. If you want to change to lose weight or just not make the wrong choices, you have to make the call to do so. No one is going to choose for you. So what's my point with these points? My point is that you need to take accountability and responsibility for your actions in the kitchen and any restaurants that you may be visiting. A lot of people tend to preface their confessions uh, about what they ate with the fact that they only had two tablespoons of ice cream, or the group I was with wanted to go to Chili's, so I had to have the chicken crispers for the protein, but I pulled off all the breading first. So let's be real here. We know you're trying to make it look like you didn't have a choice, like you didn't want to do it, but you did it anyways. So let's get this out of the way, okay? Saying these things helps no one least of all you. And that's why you're even telling the support group in the first place, isn't it? So you can get some support. You have to realize that the people in your support group, especially the ones in ours, have had surgery too. We know that no one is measuring ice cream by the tablespoonful. We also know that most restaurants, especially big chains like Chili's, have things like grilled chicken and steak and fish on the menu, and that the only choice there that you had that night was not the deep fried chicken fingers. So stop trying to lessen the impact of your choices. Because when you do that, you're actually victimizing yourself and not taking a mature stance about your goals. And I know that's harsh. What I'm saying might sting a little bit, but I want to make this point because sometimes tough love is just needed. 
victimizing ourselves after making bad food choices is a huge problem in the weight loss surgery community. We hear a lot of people talking about food addictions and stuff like that. And that's, that's great if you have one, get help for it. But you have to stop blaming everything except yourself and be responsible enough to say, yep, I wanted the chicken crispers and I had them. Today, I'm focusing on getting back on track and I need to figure out how to stop sabotaging myself because while I liked the way it tasted for about five minutes, I had really bad reflux that night and I honestly regretted my choice pretty much as soon as I put my fork down. And then you close that post with a question asking where, how to get help, how to look for ways to deal with these things. If you're posting in a support group, ask for the support that you need so that you can move past it. Don't just post looking for a hug. Hugs are great. Hugs are wonderful and they make us feel good. But at the end of the day, it's not going to help you change a thing about what you've been doing, especially if you're trying to get back on track. And let's be honest, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing you are trying to get back on track or just lose the weight. You have to own where you are right now. And that's what accountability and responsibility will do for you. I've said this before because it's true, and I'll say it again. You don't have to get to a size double zero or the lowest number on the BMI chart for your height. Your weight loss goal is your number. It's your weight that's going to make you happy. So if you want to lose weight, we can help you get back, back on track and lose the weight and get to goal, your goal. If you want to just not gain the weight back, we can help you with that too. But you have to take the responsibility to recognize what you want and be accountable to yourself so that you can actually accomplish what you want to do. We're with you 110% of the way, probably more than that. But it's up to you to make the call of what you want and to actually do it. So with that in mind, I want to talk a little bit about overthinking, because after we make a confession about bad food choices, we often have a desire to make things super tight. And maybe restrictive isn't the right word, but we often go a little bit too far with overcorrection after we slip up. So here's a little bit of food for thought. Stop overthinking food. Seriously, if you're trying to lose weight, keep things simple. We've talked about meal prepping before, so I won't get into that, but this is more of a a general concept or a general approach to cooking and how to stay on track a little bit longer. When following any diet to the point of success, the trick is actually to build simple meals. Do you know why simple works? Because it's way easier to stay consistent if you don't have to think too hard about what you're doing. And pretty much every episode so far, we've talked about a need to be consistent to get the changes that we want. Because um, oftentimes, what a lot of us do is we make the assumption that low-carb meals are on track means we need to cook elaborate things with like big casseroles or like two or three different side dishes a night. But when we're doing that, we're actually failing to stay on track because we have lives outside the kitchen and we just can't spend that much time and money because those, all those things are kind of elaborate and they've got lots of ingredients and it can be a lot of money. Um, and then too, we've got to figure out what to cook every day. And that's why our Inspired Diet works. It's quick choices throughout the day and then dinner is actually a simple equation. On our plan, we have everything lined out for you to pick um, to, to build your meals in like columns. So you just make choices that work for you, things that you want to eat, but things that don't take a lot of time to cook or prepare. And yes, this works even if you have a, fe- a family to feed. We have to stop believing that our families don't need to learn how to eat healthy, healthy foods and avoid obesity too. Because obesity doesn't happen in a bubble. We have to stop that cycle by leading by example. But that's actually another episode again. So um, let me get back to the equation for your meals though. What is it? It's pretty simple. It's protein plus 
plus a vegetable. That's it. Protein plus vegetable, supper's ready. And yeah, I'm simplifying it a lot because we always use, you know, seasonings and herbs and those are on our diet too, even sauces and stuff like that. But that's the gist of it. Keep those cool casseroles or the multiple side dishes you pinned on Pinterest for a weekly treat, you know, on Sundays when you have the afternoon to kind of hang out in your kitchen and really relax and get into cooking. But make your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, your weeknight and even your Saturday dinners simple. Now, I want to give you an example of how my family eats kind of day by day. On Mondays, I start out by roasting like a chicken or something. Today, I've actually got like a pork loin in the crock pot. They were on sale this weekend. Um, but I want you to remember too, we have to resist the urge to dump like butter and creamy stuff on top of it. I rely a lot on dry seasonings. Um, I found that there's enough moisture when you use a crock pot to keep the meat from drying out. And it's a really, really nice roasted texture at the end of it. But... Um, you know, when I'm done with work and, and we're ready to serve dinner, I just make a quick side salad that's usually just lettuce and some cherry tomatoes I toss and like chopped cucumbers. Basic, simple, simple, simple. I don't even usually dress the salads. I just put them in a big bowl with the, the serving spoons and then put all the dressing bottles on the table and let everyone pick what they want. It's easier that way. On Tuesdays, we will usually have leftovers of that roast from Monday night and I'll steam a bag of green, green beans or... Um, you know, just some sort of vegetable, usually in the microwave, and just top it with seasoned salt or lemon pepper, again, to keep the calories low with sauces and stuff like that, just simple seasoning, just to add some flavor. Wednesdays, I will usually make a little bit of a dessert. I kind of gravitate towards sugar-free jello. I'll make a big batch before work. Um, takes just a couple minutes, and it's really, really a cheap dessert that seems to put a smile on everybody in my family's faces. Um, but what I'll do on Wednesday nights, because I've always got a lot of lunch meat around, I usually buy it for like quick quick and simple um, meals and stuff like that. But I'll set up kind of a low carb sub bar with like lettuce leaves and let our family build our own. This is something we actually do weekly. Um, even my eight year old likes it. She builds her own and has since she was like four or five, like little bitty. She loves it. And um, it's a quick, simple meal that everybody gets involved in. And, and I think you, you guys, you'd like that too if you tried it. Now, by Thursdays, I usually need to stop at the grocery store and pick up a couple stuff, um, but I'll pick up a pound of ground beef and a couple of zucchini, depending on how big they are, as well as a jar of low-sugar marinara. There's a lot of brands. Just read the labels to find one. But um, once I'm at home, I'll start browning the ground beef in a pan, and then I'll just take a knife and just chop up the zucchini really, really quick, toss it in the pan once the meat is cooked and I've drained it, and then the sauce on top of that, and I just cook it until I like the texture of the zucchini. I like things a little bit crisper, not too soft. Um, on Friday nights, we usually have leftovers. There's usually plenty by that point in the week. And then on Saturdays, I always have like a thousand errands to do. And I think most people do. So um, instead of going out to eat, which is really, really time consuming, I think it's, it's um, not very relaxing to me a lot of times, especially after a long week. I'll just pick up like a bag of salad and a rotisserie chicken at like Sam's or Costco on the way home from all my errands. And um, that's what we have. Saturdays are usually kind of just a nice relaxing night. We sit and, you know, get a movie on TV or something like that. And for Sundays, traditionally in my family, one of the things that we always had was a big Sunday night dinner. So those are my nights to, you know, make that roast that I've been thinking about, like a pot roast, um, you know, low and slow in the in the oven, or um, a meatloaf, or even um, I'll do like a casserole, kind of like our cheeseburger pie. The um, the recipe from our website is really, really good. But I'll do that with just one vegetable or another side salad, depending on what I've got in the house. 
But that's basically it. Just a bunch of easy, simple meals that are quick. Um, with the exception of Sunday, most of those things take me far less than 30 minutes to do. And that's like time back in my pocket. And um, I, I like to cook, but honestly, I'd rather do other things. So, um, but yeah, see, it's, it's not that hard. You can do this. If you're following this method and our Inspire diet, you're going to actually do more than just drop pounds. You'll be changing your habits and the diet will not only be easier to stick to, you'll find that you're actually spending less money at the grocery store because you're cooking simpler foods. You'll spend less time in the kitchen because it's faster and it's just easier for you to make the right choices because it's becoming a habit for you. And remember, everything that we're doing after surgery and after getting back on track is to create habits because the ultimate goal here isn't so that you don't just lose the weight this time. It's so you lose the weight for good. And that's all I have today about overthinking and um, confessions and all that fun stuff. I hope I've given you something to think about today. And I really, really want to thank you so much for listening today. We can always be found on our website, www.bariatriceating.com. Once you're there, you can do a keyword search for podcasts to find all of our episodes listed with helpful articles, recipes that were mentioned in, in each of them. For this episode specifically, I'll have a link to our Facebook group that's specifically for bariatric regain, an article um, about overthinking food choices, our Inspire diet, and the yummy cheeseburger pie recipe that I mentioned, as well as um, our cool technique. We have a neat way to cook like one pan sheet pan dinners in about 30 minutes. That's really awesome. You should read that too. But I also want to remind you that we aren't just talk. Over the past 20 years, we've helped more post-ops thrive after surgery and keep the weight off, and we want to help you too. So please come check out our website. There's a ton of info that you need right now. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that you're always updated as soon as episodes are available. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks.